Welcome to the Psychology World Podcast. I'm Connor Whiteley, bringing you with psychology news, articles and other interesting psychology related articles. You where I can find the podcast notes and more interesting psychology related things and you can get your free 8 psychology book box set at connorwhiteley.net. Now let's get on to the show. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 139 of the Psychology World Podcast with me, Con Whiteley. And today's episode is on what happens when young people go to war. And it is Friday the 18th of March 2022 as I record this. So I've been really wanting to do this podcast episode for ages because I saw the research that in inspired it and I was thinking, oh, I could do a podcast episode on it. But when I saw it, it was it was literally a few days after the invasion of Ukraine and I'm thinking nope I'm emotionally too raw about that because I knew like what it meant from a like geopolitical perspective and to be honest yeah it was just not good and to be honest it still isn't good so good though because of what it could mean so to be honest I was not ready for it that and if too many people don't listen to this I understand because this is still a very raw topic for a lot of our people but the Ukrainians are amazing and I do fully support them and when I finished writing up today's podcast episode, I was so pleased and I felt like a massive weight had actually been like listed off from my chest because of some of the stuff I've said. So even if you're really concerned about the Ukrainian war, I would say listen to it because you might find a bit of comfort and solace in that. And if there are any Ukrainians listening to this, then my, heart's, yeah, like, then my heart does go out to you. And before we dive in to today's episode, I uh, just like I want to say yeah, that uh, as always, I I always uh, love to hear your thoughts and feelings on uh, today's episode. So you can always email me conwiley conwiley.net. You can always leave a comment on the show notes at conwiley.net forward slash podcast, and you can always tweet me on Twitter at sci-fi whiteley. I always love to hear from all of you because it really does help make the podcast feel more like a conversation. And to be honest, I would absolutely love to know if you actually enjoyed today's episode. And today's episode has been sponsored by Developmental Psychology, a guide to developmental and child psychology third edition. So this is a great sponsor for today's episode because of all the topics that this podcast episode actually focuses on, developmental psychology is at the core of it because we talk about like brain development, cognitive development, and basically how everyone develops throughout the human life span. So this is such a great, really easy to understand book that really does like lay down the foundation knowledge for today's episode. So I cannot recommend this a great book enough. I really do like recommend it. And that is available from all major ebook retailers and you can get the payback and hardback version from Amazon, your local bookstore or local library if you request it. But if you didn't want to buy a book but you still wanted to give the podcast a bit of, well, a bit of like one-time support, then please consider buy me a, a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash con wisely. So we're moving on to the actual episode. And to be honest, I will actually like read out the um, introduction that I wrote. As much as I wanted to do this, when the Russian-Ukrainian war first broke out, I needed time to understand, learn and know my own feelings about the war. I have firmly stood with Ukraine and now I want to understand how all the young Ukrainians and Russians are going to war for the first time will be affected and this will be such an eye-opening podcast episode. What happens when young people go to war? 
The first set of images out of the war I remember seeing were a group of young Ukrainian men who were preparing to go to war for the first time, with only a few days of a combat training. As a person, I felt sorry for them that they had to go and fight for the first time without proper training, but as a psychology student, I was rather interested in their behaviour. Interestingly, we can actually learn a lot from the first set of photos released, and what I'm talking about here is that the photos released by her people were like Jeremy Bones report from BBC News on the 4th of March 2022, since they showed young people, basically teenagers, first on were the daunting cameras, and this is to be expected because they will be struggling with that teenage looking at glass self and appearance anxiety. Basically, this is the first time that they would have been on a camera, and they were being thrusted into a war zone. Not ideal. After the photos were taken, the younger people were taken on the bus with other volunteers with their slogans and shouted different noble and heroic sounding things, all because 10 days ago they didn't know that they would be fighting in a war that is arguably the worst in Europe since World War II. The psychology behind young people in the Russian-Ukraine war. No one likes to think of, the, of young people engaging in a combat whatsoever, and for this we only need to look at and actually remember all of our own shock as learning that in like World War One, tons of younger people lied about their age just so they could go and fight in the military and fight in like the Great War. And yes, I know that, especially in like the UK, yeah, there was all that rubbish about the it is right and proper to die for one's country. That's just absolute rubbish. Rubbish, but the point here is still the same. No one likes to think of the young people going into wars. Since people believe that it is a sign of a betrayal of humanity, and we think of a child soldiers that have been brutalised and brutally shaped by the warlords rather than their loving families. Thankfully, I think these are Ukrainian soldiers that set off for war are not as damaged as child soldiers, and in all the images shown, the preservation of their healthy humanity is so unnecessary, since these are perfectly normal, happy young people that are sent off. That is not normal in the world we are living, so that is what makes this so unnecessary. However, the problem is um, psychologists, mental health experts, and other people all around the world know that in like three weeks, which is sadly now less, these younger people will never be the same again, and that is heartbreaking. Young people, military and developmental psychology. So all soldiers that fight in combat are very high risk in terms of mental health. The research shows that soldiers under the age of 25 are particularly vulnerable to mental health conditions, as well as teenagers are seven times more likely than adult soldiers to experience post-traumatic stress disorder. This is where the experiences of threat and their own helplessness remain raw and immediate, leaving them constantly on high alert. Also, every sound or smell or movement signals that they're in mortal danger and they respond accordingly even in peacetimes, with these responses often being inappropriate and destructive. And of course, I'm not going to sugarcoat this on the podcast. This is simply awful. And this is why us as psychologists, or, or to be honest, like, like me, psychology students, are so critical to the future. In terms of developmental psychology, from the age of 12 to 24, the human brain undergoes rapid changes when it grows new connections that shape our behavioural patterns and thinking, development and expectations. Thankfully, and this is probably more thankfully in peacetimes, the human brain is very adaptable in adolescence, whilst each generation needs to navigate its own special habitat due to our constantly changing environment.
returning to military psychology, all were combat soldiers are will learn their skills and coping mechanisms that do tend to serve them very well in a wartime, but these skills and mechanisms nearly always fail them afterwards, and it leaves them awfully unequipped in peacetime, and decisions in a combat need to be made quickly, as they are often the difference between life and death. Therefore, the brain shuts down um, reflection, drastically limits a person's empathy, and ignores our own individual emotions, um, like fear, as well as our own needs, like our human needs for creature comfort, warmth, security, amongst others. This is how the brain helps us survive, and that is something that is actually amazing about our brain. Our brain, um, so in normal situations with normal soldiers, then once out of the combat, soldiers have a very good chance at switching back to peacetime patterns or behaviours. What about 18-year-old soldiers? This is where the rather heartbreaking truth of war comes in, because these soldiers are teenagers in that developmental terms, with their brains still forming new neural connections to help them adapt to combat, but other neural connections that are not being used in these terrible environments will be pruned away. Remember, during this developmental stage of brain development, the brain always prunes itself to make it as effective as possible. However, in this case, this is not ideal especially if these lost connections would be useful in peacetime, but they're pruned away because the young people need to adapt for wartime during this critical period. Without further research, we will not know if, if this is true, but I seriously hope the paragraph above is flat out wrong. Psychology's response. So in this podcast episode, we've touched tons of different um, areas of our psychology. So while we might as well look at what clinical psychology looks at or actually has it to offer. And I mean that lightheartedly because, one, because this is actually quite a major topic and this is actually quite raw. To be honest, this is where psychology is so useful and psychology can actually be our saving grace here. And this is why we are so critical as a future workers. Because I think that this only highlights the scale of the problem. Because when you need to touch on so many different areas of our psychology, that highlights the wide range of damage that war causes. Because to be honest, I cannot remember the last podcast episode I did that I've looked at neuropsychology, neuroscience. To be honest, we probably looked like yeah, like cognitive psychology. We've actually touched on social. Okay, and to be honest, we probably looked at all of the different areas of psychology. So to be honest, that just shows you how massive the wide range of damage that war causes. As a result, because of young a person's vulnerability to mental health conditions, psychologists have thankfully been campaigning for more careful assessment so only those who are mentally resilient enough can be allowed to fight. When I read that, I was like, oh, that's really good. But this is just not, that is just an idea. It's just an idea because there is no choice in this war. Because when you have a former superpower who are throwing so much at a smaller, weaker country, Ukraine literally has no choice whatsoever but to allow every single person who, who is willing to fight to take up arms. They have no other choice because, after all, this is not a silly little battle for some territory. Well, to be honest, it is a silly because Russia should not be doing it. Because this war is a fight for a country's right to exist. And to be honest, it's actually like a war for like freedom, a democracy, etc. But, I, but I, like, I won't go into the politics of it. So this assessment and screening idea is just that, an idea. And I would continue this podcast episode to talk about the tragedy of these younger people who have a minimal training. And training, um, that is nowhere near 
as sufficient as these young Aryan people need, and they will also be fighting young Russian men who are almost the same as them. But I will not go into that because, to be honest, I think we've learned enough about what happens when young people go to war. So I will say one final thing. Whether you are a psychologician or psychology professional, we will have to acknowledge the challenge that this war represents to everyone's mental health, but especially these younger people. And we must be ready to answer their call whenever they admit that they're struggling and that they need our help. It is not the only thing that the psychology community around the world should do because it is our job. We should do it because it is the right thing to do. And to be honest, that is the point of today's episode. Psychology will be helpful here. Psychology will pretty much be the um, guiding light, light like in this like dark period. So we've sort of got that I look forward to, forward to. But in these dark times, just protect your own mental health, health though, and just try and be a positive. So I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I know that I definitely found it like useful useful and if you know anyone who would um, find today's episode useful then please share it with them i'm always really grateful when you wonderful people helps help spread the word about the podcast and definitely check out developmental psychology a guide to developmental and child psychology third edition available in all of the usual places but if you didn't want to buy a book then please consider buying me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash con whitely so have a great day everyone and i'll see you next time Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to see the show notes, then please go to connorwhitesley.net. And if you want a free Ada book psychology box set, then please go to connorwhitesley.net. Have a great day and I'll see you next time.